Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now You Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from South Carolina, my guest is a singer-songwriter whose new EP, Brave, her third release, just came out a week ago. She also just released a new video two days ago. She was a Nashville Universe nominee for Female Artist of the Year, and her single, Save Your Heart, was nominated for Song of the Year. She is a member of Tunes for Tots and has also been a part of the Teen Nation Tour. You've been hearing one of her songs entitled Ordinary. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show, Caroline. Thank you. Caroline, welcome. How are you today? I'm really good. Awesome. Well, uh, listeners, those of you who listen regularly, you know the drill. We always want to start off by giving the guest a chance to tell the audience about the song that we opened the show with. So, Caroline, go ahead and take the listeners inside your song, Ordinary. Okay. Ordinary is just basically a song about being yourself and not trying to change for anyone else because in the society that we live in today, people are always trying to change and be accepted, and this song is just about loving yourself. I love when this happens. Uh, (laughs) Interestingly enough, uh, a few weeks ago, back on episode 92 of the show, we had Johnny Diaz as the guest, and he had a number one song called More Beautiful You, which basically uh, tells girls that you are beautiful the way that God made you, and you don't need to succumb to the peer pressure to try to get all dolled up for acceptance and in the process become someone that you're not. So it's good to see songs being written about this subject. Uh, Johnny's song, which is from many years ago, and now here you are, Caroline, uh, releasing Ordinary. I mentioned, yeah. in the, mentioned in the intro that you just released a new video two days ago, and fittingly, it's for the song Ordinary. Ironically, even though you stuck with the concept of the song and making the look of the video very ordinary, you and everyone in the band all, all dressed in white, it's still a really great-looking video, shot and produced really well. Tell us about the making of that video. The making of the video, uh, it it was a very long process. It was actually almost an entire day. And um, it was a a really fun, it was a really fun day. Was this your idea? Did did you kind of come up with the storyboard of of how you saw the video looking? 
Um, actually, someone else, which is a part of the program that I'm with, came up with the idea, and we were just like, this is such a great idea. We just loved having everything white. Yeah, I, I, and, and listeners, when you go and watch the video, um, you know, because of the message of the song, and, and, and Caroline, please don't misinterpret this for a minute. This is not a, a criticism of the video, because like I say, I, I love the way it looks. Um, yeah. But it's, you know, it's the kind of video that you watch, and because there is so much footage of you with the band in that one spot, everybody dressed in white, you kind of look at it and you go, really? That was fun. That was fun yeah. to make that video. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what 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 about the whole thing? Especially since you said that it took almost a whole day. What what made that such a fun video to make? Well, I think it was just hanging out with all the people there and getting to perform in front of that microphone. You know, I've never actually been in a room like that before, so that that was a really fun experience in itself. And this is actually only the third music video that I've made. Uh, but at the same time, it, it wasn't your first. So did you kind of feel like, yeah, I kind of I kind of know, you know, w- what's expected of me here? Or, or did you need a lot of handholding, a lot of coaching, a lot of, you know, oops, let's do that over again? <laughs> you know, uh, I actually think that I, I was pretty good with that. You know, after a while, you have some experience. I think my first music video was when I was about 11 to 12 years old. Well, uh, give us uh, give us one little trivia nugget uh, about the video. I'm, I'm thinking back to uh, to episode 59 of the show with Whitney Doucette. She's a uh, singer songwriter um, up in the New England area, and uh, she was talking about a, a video of hers, and she kind of gave us a couple little secrets, like guess what? The guy who they show that's doing this is actually so and so, and and this person was actually you know. So, uh, is there anything neat that that you might want to share with people that when they watch it they'll say, ah, that's what she was talking about in the interview. That's cool. Oh, actually, there was something really funny that happened. Um, you know, in the video we're we're smashing the mirrors. Right. Uh, the, the camera guy, we didn't have anything protecting him. So when one of the girls was swinging the bat, some of the glass actually flew near him and oh, hit boy. his forehead. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. I must say that when I watched that, that, that was something that caught my attention as far as I thought, well, you know, you only get one chance to break the mirror. So I hope, yeah, that, yeah. I hope that filming that, that they were pleased with how the mirror breaking went because otherwise... I was so nervous about the glass hitting someone in the eye or flying back on the person who was hitting it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it was really loud, too. Little did everybody know that uh, coming to work to make a a music video that day uh, was going to involve some hazards. Yeah. So all that was was planned for you. Somebody said, you know, look, this is is the vision I have for this video. You're going to stand here and perform with the band. We're going to have these scenes with the mirror breaking. Um, In in other words, I'm, I'm trying to think of who the guest was that I had on recently that said you know, kind of like I can, I can see the video for the song happening as I'm writing the song. That's not the case for you. You wrote ordinary and you let someone else take care of conceptualizing the video. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, actually what inspired this song, uh, I'm into a lot of philosophy and I had this idea and it was cause if everybody's different, doesn't that make us all the same? Hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. So that's really what started the song. Okay. All right. Well, the video, Caroline, 
in my opinion, has started out great. Uh, when I Thank looked you. at it while I was preparing for this interview, it already had 540 views in one day, which which is no wow. surprise since you've got two videos on your YouTube channel that each have over 30,000 views. And I know yes. that I know you have a real good following on Twitter and on Facebook and, and a good number of subscribers to your YouTube channel. But is that how you get so much interest in, in your videos or, or do you make other efforts to try to get eyeballs on what you post on YouTube? Right now, I think uh, most of the views just come from my loyal fans. We try to share it as much on social media, and my fans, they share it as much as they can, and then eventually it gets out to other people. So that's how I think it's promoted. Uh, but to this point, you've, you've not uh, experimented with something, for example, like uh, you know, paying to, to place an ad on Facebook or paying to boost a post? We have done that before, but we haven't done that for this video yet. We might, though. Okay. Okay. And, and when you've done it in the past, have you found it to be effective? I think so, actually. Yeah. And I'm, I'm raising this question for the benefit of the listeners who are up and comers that are uh, artists themselves that might be in the business of, of making a video for their song and, and want to know, should I do that? Um, if, yeah. if, if you're somebody like that, listeners, go back and listen to episode 77 uh, with Chuck Murphy. When I interviewed him, he talked about a song that he had on SoundCloud that he thought was going to be the single for, for his new album and decided, well, let me let the people decide. Uh, I'll put it, I'll put out that one and another one. And so he paid to boost a post, just kind of the, the link from his SoundCloud page. And uh, boy, was he wrong. They, they responded in, in great numbers. So the, you know, paying to boost the post on Facebook really helped him because he, he actually found out, and this is a guy that's based in California, found out that he has a huge following in the Philippines. Wow. Um, so uh, listeners, if, if you're an up-and-comer and you kind of want to hear more about that and, and from the source himself, um, listen to Chuck Murphy back on episode 77 of this show. Um, speaking of past guests, uh, Caroline, you now become the fourth guest who just goes by one name. We're just calling you Caroline. And, and yeah. in, uh, episode 73, the guest was Lachi. Um, episode 62 was Elena, who um, is one of only, I believe, four guests that have appeared on this show twice because she had also been on episode 46. And uh, episode 58 was Auburn. And now here we are uh, with Caroline. Mm -hmm. um, so the the new EP and the video that we were just talking about, they were both done in Nashville. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So where did you record in Nashville? Uh, who produced the EP? How long did it take? I know you said the video took, took basically an entire day, um, but, but what studio in Nashville, who was your producer and, and how long did it take to, to do the EP? Uh, the EP was produced at Stephen Lywicki's studio in Nashville. He's probably one of the best producers that I've worked with. The production, it took a couple of days, actually. Like, each song took about half of a day. So, basically, what I do is I just go in the recording studio, and we do sections of the song. So, I'll sing one section of the song maybe about four to five different times. And then, once the entire song is finished, we go, and we listen to each one of them, and we decide which one we like the best. And that's how the song is made. And I know a lot of people who listen will say, well, wait a minute, she's saying who her producer was, but Bruce said that she's in South Carolina, so how did she get hooked up with a producer in Nashville? So how did you get hooked up with a producer in Nashville? 
I started working with an artist development program last year, and they've hooked me up with a whole bunch of good people. Uh, some of my co-writers are with this program, and without them, I wouldn't have discovered my writing potential. Well, so then let me ask, because uh, as I mentioned back in the introduction of the show, uh, Brave is actually your third release. So your first and or your second CDs were one or both of those done in Nashville also? The second one was done in Nashville. The first one was done here in South Carolina. And so was it uh, was it coming in contact with the with the artist development company that opened the door to Nashville and, and made you decide that, okay, even though I did the first one here in Charleston, I'm, I'm going to do my, my second one in Nashville. Is, is that the case? Uh, the second one was actually done when I was 12 years old. I can't really remember how I got in contact with this person, mm-hmm. but... It was a really big step, and it was it was a really good CD. Okay, okay, and uh, so it sounds to me as though um, you you were able to to basically do the recording of the EP in one trip. Yes. Okay, okay. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from South Carolina is singer songwriter Caroline. Visit her official website at www.carolinemusic.com, and that's Caroline with a K. And wow, lots and lots of other online destinations where you can find her. I should take a deep breath for this. She is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, YouTube, since we were just talking about her video on there and her channel. Plus, she is on Reverb Nation as well. Currently ranked number one in pop music in Charleston, South Carolina on Reverb Nation. Of course, do purchase her music. It's available through her website as well as on iTunes. You can also find Caroline's music on SoundCloud, which of course is one of the platforms that this show is available on. And again, even though we're talking about her new EP, as I just mentioned, she does have two releases that came out prior to this new one. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's spelled H-E-A-R, as in you hear with your ear. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it very easy to get the show every week. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you very much. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned a few of them already, but there have been plenty to choose from. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And if you have been listening over the last couple months to this show, you know that there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram at nowhearthisentertainment. And certainly just a big, big thanks always to all those listeners who are not first-timers. I'm really grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. It's amazing to see where in the world some of you are listening from. The Netherlands, I see you. I I see that you're listening in big numbers these days, uh, giving Canada uh, a big push for the number two uh, country in terms of where the most listeners come from. Uh, Caroline, I take it that when you go back and forth from Charleston, South Carolina to Nashville, you drive there? Yes. And how how far a drive is it? It's about a nine-hour drive. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's farther than I thought. My parents usually alternate. 
Wow, that's farther than I thought. Yeah. So was the was the EP recording and the making of the video were those two separate trips or or were they done at the same time? Yes, they were two separate trips. Okay. Well, and here's where I'm going with all this, Caroline. We all know that it's not cheap to record in Nashville. Plus, your video that just came out was done in Nashville, as I said before. And young artists who are coming up, they get starry-eyed when they hear about Nashville, New York, or Los Angeles. So what advice do you have for them in terms of taking on the financial hurdles that come with recording and or making videos in a place like Nashville? Because as far as I can tell, my guess is that everything that you're doing is is self-funded or or am I maybe wrong and maybe you have a, a silent backer? My parents are usually the ones who pay for it, but the advice that I would give is make sure that you don't get taken advantage of because there are a lot of people who know that there are a whole bunch of singers that are just starting out that will be willing to pay a whole bunch of money to get something done when it's really not that much. Fantastic advice. Thank you for saying that. I I am somebody that preaches that myself, but it's so much better when it comes from the guest and not from me. Uh, But so let's let's spend a little time talking about that, if you will. So again, I'm, I'm thinking about the people who are listening that are saying, well, that's what I'm thinking of doing. I'm thinking of going to Nashville for the first time. I would love to record there. So your advice is good advice, but how can they tell that the first person that they're meeting with that says, wow, I really love your voice, so-and-so, I want to record with you, this is all I would charge you. How do they know that that person is honest? How do they know that that's a decent price? Uh, What what was your experience as as you got started with all that? One thing that I can tell when someone is trying to lure you in to get you to spend money, they'll try to promise you things. They'll say, oh, well, I can make you go viral. I can make you lots of money. I can make you famous. And when someone says that, you should know that nothing is guaranteed. And when they say that, they just want your money. So you said that this artist development company is is who helped you uh, get, in, get inside the Nashville music scene. Um, but at the same time... Uh, were they, were they available to you to, to kind of bounce some of the stuff off of, or, or was it just you and your folks, um, or, or, or was it a case of they put you directly in touch uh, with the producer that you ultimately went with, and, the, and there really wasn't much decision-making? Uh, I, think, I think there was a whole bunch of decision-making, you know. In terms of meeting, meeting with different people, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we get to see who I'm compatible with and I get to decide, do I want to work with this person, which is what I really like because I'm not just forced to work with somebody that I don't like. Because when you go into a recording studio, you're going to have to spend a lot of time with this person and you want to make sure that you like working with them. Yeah, very good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. We've, we've talked about that a, a handful of times on the show, but it, it really does bear repeating and I'm, I'm thinking specifically all the way back. Gosh, it's amazing uh, how time has flown by. And, and I'm just so grateful for the show continuing to go week after week for close to two years now. But on episode eight of this show, Dominic Pages talked about the recording studio environment and talked about exactly what you just said, needing to be compatible with, with the producer and getting yourself ready to go into a studio. So it sounds to me as though you must be saying, Caroline, that this gentleman who ended up producing your new EP, that he obviously did not sit there and make you all kinds of promises and tell you that, you know, you're going to get rich off of this EP and no, he did not. we're going to get you on television and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. No. 
Now, everyone's always told me that you're going to have to work for it. And even if you work for it, it's not guaranteed. And so I've always made sure that I have something to fall back on. Uh, and that would be what? You have what to fall back on? Uh, my education. I want to make sure that I go to college. Okay. And, and so do you have an interest area educationally that is not music? I have a lot of interest in science. I'm really interested in criminology and psychology. Um, there's a whole bunch of things I'm interested in, but I'm not sure which one I would pursue yet. Although somebody might, somebody might argue that that maybe you're leaning a little bit more towards psychology after you after you explained, uh, you know, kind of some of the some of the uh, frame of mind that you were in in, in writing the song "Ordinary." Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is interesting because last week on the show, we had 15-year-old singer-songwriter Chloe Collins, who lives in New York City, and had recorded there when she was doing pop music, but upon changing to country music, made Nashville her place for recording. So, Caroline, you, on the other hand, are doing pop, but are going to Nashville anyway. So, can you talk about the reception that you first got when you brought your pop music to Nashville? Because too many people think that Nashville is only for country music. What I've discovered is there's something about my voice, and some people might argue that my voice sounds country, and some people might argue that my music sounds pop. So it, so it really works either way. But the people in Nashville are very accept, accepting of both country and pop. And so as a result, you didn't have to twist anyone's arm or you didn't have to get a sales pitch from someone that says, sure, I can make you I can make you a pop singer because you're saying that there's, you know, a bit of a a bit of a crossover sound that you have. Yeah. So has there ever been, though, an an interest from you in being a country singer or or was it always just pop? Um, I I do have a little bit of an interest in being a country singer, but. I'm pretty much interested in being both, which is contemporary country. Uh, both meaning pop and contemporary country. You're, you're interested in kind of doing both. Uh, what I mean, like, I'm, I'm really interested in doing pop and country at the same time, which the mix would be called contemporary country. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking of, uh, of somebody like Carrie Underwood, yes? Yeah, I, I really like her music. And, uh, but again, I'm all. I really also love pop. Yeah. So who? So who on the pop music side? You know, maybe do you listen to that? That you kind of, you know, are, are influenced by, or you know, just interested in, in terms of, you know, yeah, that's kind of the way I'd like to see myself going. Someone who's done a similar thing is Taylor Swift. I'm sure everyone has heard of her crossing over to pop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, Way back on episode 27 of this show, the guest was Chrissy Chase from North Carolina, uh, an episode, by the way, that still remains very popular today. Among other things, she talked about having gotten placement of approximately 30 of her songs on the Nickelodeon network. So listeners, do go back and check out episode 27 with Chrissy Chase if you haven't already. And Caroline, you, of course, are in South Carolina. Yes. Now that you've got the new album out, Will you look to be performing there in South Carolina to promote this EP, or is it more a case of uh, this is just where I live? Where I live, I, I need to be out doing shows in in bigger music markets. You know, I definitely want to perform wherever I can, and since, of course, South Carolina is the closest, I think I'll definitely be performing a lot here in the future. 
Yeah, and of course, uh, there's going to be a little gap in time, uh, listeners, from the time that you hear this interview, the day we release it, versus the day that uh, Caroline and I are recording it. But uh, we always encourage the listeners to follow the guests online. That way you can see where and when they will be performing live. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Caroline, I believe I did see online that I think you have two dates in December in Nashville. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So as I say, listeners, uh, continue to follow Caroline on her website and through her social media so that as she's adding more live shows, be it in Nashville or in South Carolina or anywhere else, uh, you'll know where and when you can go and see her perform. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is, if you have a manager or someone working for you who is setting up interviews, be sure to ask him or her, is there anything else I need to do? Don't just assume that you just have to do the interview and that's it. For example, if you're the one handling your social media, you're the one that's going to need to post and tweet about having just done an interview. If that's the working agreement you have with your manager, he or she won't do it for you, so don't drop the ball. It's just another example of good communication. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. Are you digging the Bruce's Bonus segment each week? Listeners, are the tips helping you out, musicians and entertainers who are listening? There's one on every episode. We've even got an ebook for sale at nowhearthis.biz containing the bonus from each of the first 40 episodes. So go there and check that out. In terms of performing, besides singing, Caroline, I see you in a couple videos on your YouTube channel playing piano. Um, is, is, is that your only instrument? And, and if so, how long have you been playing and, and how did you get started uh, with the piano? Um, I am getting a little bit into the guitar. I want to start playing the guitar, but I've been playing the piano for about seven to eight years. It's just kind of a hobby. I started when I was really young, and I just love the way piano sounded. Yeah, I know we, we talk to guests uh, on the show who play both piano and guitar, and I'm thinking most recently of Elise Black on episode 90 and uh, the fact that she and, and a lot of them uh, well, you know, she plays both, but a, a lot of these folks end up abandoning piano because it's easier to tote around a guitar. So I, I, I wonder if is is that maybe kind of your mindset, or is it just you know, no, I, I want to be doing something other than singing on stage. What 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 it what is drawing you to pick up the guitar? Uh, I really think it's something about being independent because I want to be able to play my music wherever I want. But I also like the thought of playing the guitar because I can create my own music that way also. Yeah, so in other words, you, you, can, you can do a solo show if you can play the guitar as opposed to having yeah. to rely on a band or, or at, the, at the least, having a guitar player with you. Yeah, it would open so many doors if I can just go out and play whenever I wanted because you never know who's listening. Every fan is important, and they could share you to a million people. You have no idea. Yeah, and that's a, that's a great point, and and I and I love the old you never know who might be in the audience uh, mindset because we've we've beat the dead horse with with that on this show, but uh, it can never be reinforced enough. Um, Caroline, so what about your singing though? Is is are you uh, with a vocal coach right now? Have you ever had voice lessons? Kind of take us back 
um, you know, into when you got started singing? Um, I am with a vocal coach right now. I think my first vocal coach, I was taking classical training back when I was really young. I think I was about maybe seven or eight years old. Wow. Yeah. And so you've, you've always been with someone ever since, or, or were there kind of some breaks in time where, you know, maybe you just recently restarted with a vocal coach? There were some long breaks where I didn't have any vocal training, but when I got back with this artist development program, they hooked me up with vocal coaches. Okay. Okay. Uh, so (laughs) I, 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 I know that, uh, things are going really wonderfully for you and, and that you're getting all kinds of exposure all over the place and, and a lot of interviews uh, included among that. So I do apologize in advance if, if you get asked this question a lot and, and you find yourself telling the same story over and over. Um, but there is a story, uh, listeners, about Caroline that she was pulled up on stage at a concert by Amy Grant Yes. And this was when Caroline was only three years old. So for for the benefit of, of those of us, Caroline, that don't know the details, uh, if you don't mind telling the story once more, go ahead and, and share with us uh, the, the, the scene when, when that happened. I, I never get tired of telling the story. It's so special to me. That's great. I was, about, I was about three years old at one of Amy Grant's Christmas concerts, and Amy Grant asked if any of the children wanted to go up on stage and sing with her. And my mom was going to turn around and ask me, hey, do you want to go up on stage? And she looked in my seat, and I was already running up there, and I was singing with her. <laughs> wow. And it was, wow. it was just a sign that this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I feel very lucky because a lot of people, they, they never know really what they want to do in their life. But yeah, that's I found sure. my calling. Yeah, that's for sure. So is, is there a video out there somewhere of that that, that mom or dad has? Of you singing with Amy uh, Grant? You know, if they have one, I've never seen it, but I really wish they did. Yeah, because the day is going to come when someone's going to want to do a, a TV special or a documentary or something about you, and uh, you know that that story is going to come up, and they're going to say, is there any video of that? We'd love to show it. <laughs> I wish, yeah. I mean, I, I would really love to see Amy Grant again and let her know just how much she inspired me when I was really young. So was it just you that went up on stage and sang with her, or, or, or did she bring other children up as well? I believe there were some other children that came up there with me as well. Wow. But if but if at the age of three, you were already taking yourself up on stage, that tells me that you had to be singing even before that. So yes. it, it does sound, in fact, like this is something that you've, you've literally been, been doing your entire life. Yes. There's another story that a lot of people don't know about, which uh, I can't really remember how old I was, but we were shopping in Pier 1, me and my mom. And I had been listening to Annie for days straight. And all the aisles were quiet, but suddenly I just started belting out tomorrow and everyone stops. <laughs> uh, well, they, they, say that, they say that talent is discovered in some of the most untraditional places or non-traditional yes. places. And lo and behold, <laughs> there's young Caroline singing yeah. in the aisle at, She's at singing in pier one. Pier one. Yeah. Now the, the Amy Grant story, did it, did that take place in, uh, in Charleston? Uh, I can't really remember where it was, but I know that it was either somewhere near Charleston, like maybe in Charlotte. 
Okay, but have you lived in uh, in South Carolina your whole life? Yes. Okay, okay. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from South Carolina is singer-songwriter Caroline. Visit her official website at www.carolinemusic.com, and that's Caroline with a K. And wow, as I mentioned before, lots and lots of other online destinations where you can find her besides her website. She is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. Plus, she is on Reverb Nation as well. As I mentioned before, she's currently ranked number one in pop music in Charleston, South Carolina on Reverb Nation. Of course, do purchase her music. It's available through her website as well as on iTunes, as I mentioned a couple times already. Her brand new EP is now out, but she does have two other CDs that you can purchase as well. It's available through her website as well as on iTunes. You can also find Caroline's music on SoundCloud, which of course is one of the platforms that this show is available on. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. That's spelled H-E-A-R, as in you hear with your ear. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nowhearthis.biz and subscribe to this podcast. And please do tell others about it as well. Subscribing is free and it makes it very convenient to get the show every week. It will just download automatically. If you are a new listener to the show, thank you ever so much. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests Along the way so far, I've mentioned a good number of them so far during this interview. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And if you have been listening to this show over the last couple months, you know that there is now an Instagram account just for this show. Please follow on Instagram at nowhearthisentertainment. And certainly just another big thanks to all those who are not first-time listeners. I say it every week because I am truly grateful for all of you who continue to listen to the show. And I just love getting a little downtime so I can look and see where in the world, literally, some of you are listening from. We're at about 90 countries these days listening to the show. Uh, Back in the intro, Caroline, I mentioned a couple initiatives that you had been involved with. Plus, uh, between now and January 1st, 50% of the proceeds from sales of your new EP that come through your website will be donated to an organization called Wings for Kids. Uh, Talk about that program and and why you chose it. Wings for Kids is an after-school educational program for young kids, and they help kids develop social and emotional skills. And I feel really strongly about this subject because... I believe that if we help children develop these skills, we could put a stop to bullying. I was a victim of bullying myself back in elementary school, and I really don't want anyone to have to go through that. Mm. Well, you know, we've had some guests on the show that have had some, uh, I'll I'll go on a limb and say traumatic experiences in their life. Uh, I'm thinking all the way back to episode five with Kate Callahan, um, who talked about a, uh, a horrific skiing accident that she was in and, and uh, later uh, battled with anorexia. And then on episode 25, The Redheads, uh, one of the two sisters, uh, Brooke Dodgen, talked about being trampled by her horse. 
And then more recently, on episode 91, Kelly Manu told a story about how she was in a car accident and then ended up being diagnosed with cancer. Um, and, and all of those folks I asked this question to, so Caroline, I'll, I'll ask you the same question. Having mm-hmm. been a victim of bullying, do you find that that influences you when you're looking for ideas for songs to write, or is it kind of a case of where, well, I did write about it, Bruce, and now I don't really know what more I could sing about on that subject? You know, I have written about it a little bit, but now I'm starting to try to write songs from other people's experiences. I like to sympathize with other people, and a lot of my inspiration from songs comes from other people in their own experiences. But it sounds to me as though uh, Wings for Kids obviously um, will hold a a very special place in your heart because of of what you went through. So you will probably look for people first who have been victims of bullying, say, before they, you know, before you look for, you know, cancer survivors or something like that. Yeah. And so uh, Tunes for Tots, can you can you tell us about that? Tunes for Tots is a community of singers from a whole bunch of different cities that come together to help produce events that benefit children's charities. And I've been working with them for a couple years now, and I've done a few shows, and I really enjoy working for them because, you know, I just love making other people happy. I love making a difference. Now, that obviously is is different, though, from the Teen Nation Tour, correct? Yes. Okay, so what is the Teen Nation Tour, and how did you get that opportunity? Um, Let's see. How did I get started with the Teen Nation Tour? I believe that it was recommended to me by someone. Mm -hmm. And um, the Teen Nation Tour is an anti-bullying tour. Ah. And me and a couple of other singers, we go to a whole bunch of cities on the East Coast and we go to these elementary and middle schools and we talk about bullying and our own experiences with it. And we help these children who are going through bullying and maybe bullies themselves to, you know, try and change, you know, and to help people get better. We want to let them know that it does get better because I went through the same thing and, you know, I'm, I'm a stronger person because of it. And I want to spread that same idea with everyone. Well, and not only are you a stronger person, but especially at, at this point, people can see the, the success that you're having with your music, the fact that you've released, you, you've put out three releases now, the fact that you do have this tremendous uh, online following, I'm, I'm referring specifically to, to Facebook and Twitter and, and to some extent even YouTube and Instagram. So I think it gives students hope when they not only hear that you overcame bullying, but that yeah. you are someone who overcame it and are having success at what you're doing. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, I, I guess you've already answered the question, if, if the others who were performing as part of the Teen Nation Tour, if they were people who had overcome bullying as well. Yes, they were. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I don't, I don't usually really get into to really heavy material on this show, but the Caroline, these are tough times that we're living in, you know, where, where yeah. organizations and tours like these are having to be put together to rally against something like bullying. A, a couple days ago at the high school that my fiance taught at up until this past summer, a freshman shot himself in the head. Uh, fortunately, wow. he, didn't, he did not die. 
Um, I'm not going to ask you your age because I learned my lesson <laughs> back on uh, episode 36 when Scarlett Rabe was the guest and she wouldn't tell me how old she was because she said that she had had a bad experience uh, with someone in the music business uh, that asked her her age. Um, listeners, if you didn't hear that episode, go back to go back to episode 36 and hear Scarlett Rabe shoot me down. <laughs> uh, but Caroline, I'm, I'm an intelligent guy. I can I can figure out that you're a young girl. Uh, so the bullying issue, this kid who shot himself uh, that I just mentioned a couple days ago, the school shootings that we hear about all too often, it's it's tough out there doing music or not doing music or whatever someone's choosing yeah. to pursue. But these young people are really getting out of control, aren't they? I'm, 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 yeah. sure, I'm sure it's got to make you scratch your head and say, what is going on with this generation? Yeah, it definitely does. But I just want people to know that even when you're in a place like that and you just want to give up or you just want to die or something like that, it does get better even if it doesn't feel like it will because I, I want people to know that the place that you're in right now is not the place that you will be for the rest of your life. You're going to progress and you will get better. Now, did you kind of just decide on your own, like, look, we we need to we need to get me out there uh, you know, advocating, um, letting people know, uh, you know, that, that they will overcome bullying or, or did someone kind of approach you and say, look, you know, we, we think you'd be a, a great spokesperson for this. How, you know, what, what kind of got your, your foot into this? Because, you know, there may be others out there who are listening that say, you know, well, I'm a victim of, uh, domestic violence, or, you know, I had a, a parent that was an alcoholic and, you know, and, and they, they may want to use the platform of their music to, to go and find an organization that that's a, a good fit. So how did you, um, decide, you know, that, that did you decide or did someone decide for you? Someone recommended it to me. And when I went on this teen nation tour, I, I looked at the faces of these children and I saw the impact that I was making and it really inspired me that I wanted to share my story with other people because, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are going through the same thing. And like I said, I just want them to know that it will get better. But Wings for Kids, uh, was that an organization that, that you found on your own and, and decided I'm going to give 50% of the proceeds up until January 1st to them? Or, you know, did you, cause I'm kind of wondering, how does that go? Do you, do you call them up and say, this is who I am and this is what I want to do. And on the other end of the phone, they're going, wow. <laughs> or, or how yeah, does that, that come that to that is actually what happened. You know, I decided, you know, I really want to work for a charity. I want to help people out with my music. And so I did a little bit of research and I decided I want to help Wings for Kids earn some money for their charity. Uh, okay. And, and so they're, I, I don't know, are they based in South Carolina or, or no? I believe they are. But but yeah, but that it sounds to me like that wasn't something that you were insistent upon. You you didn't decide I need to find a local place. You just thought this is a good fit. I like what their mission is, and so I want to I want to help them out. Yes. Well, uh, we're going to close today with a song of yours, Caroline, called "Brave," which is the title track to your new EP. So before yes. we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song, please. This song is one of my favorite songs on this new CD, and this song is about, of course, being brave. It's about someone who's in an abusive relationship, and they want to get out of that relationship. They've just decided that they've had enough, they're done with all of their whatever, and they're just leaving. So, 
Well, Caroline, I, I must commend you, uh, you know, job well done. Uh, you're, you're a very mature young lady. The subject matter that, that you. you're writing about is, is very mature, and, and it's very nice to see that uh, a young artist is, is already thinking charitably that the work that you're doing, um, as, as I mentioned, uh, both your, your current plan uh, to donate 50% of the proceeds uh, to Wings for Kids. And again, listeners, this is from sales of her new EP that come through her website, and this is uh, between now and January 1st. So, um, again, hats off to you, Caroline, for, for doing Thank all you. that. And, and just uh, a sincere thanks for doing the show and, and very much uh, best wishes with, with continued success for everything that you're doing with your music. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer-songwriter Caroline. Be sure to visit her official website, it's www.carolinemusic.com. And again, that's Caroline with a K. Plus, engage with her on social media. So like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to her YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell her you heard her and her music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Remember that she is also on Reverb Nation. And of course, do purchase her music. It's available on iTunes as well as through carolinemusic.com. And again, I will mention that it's not just her new EP. She does have two prior releases. Plus, you can find her music on SoundCloud. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. That's it, just one field to complete. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Please give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That would really help a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and they call it repost is how you share episodes there. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. You can even comment right in the middle of a track. Let's get your feedback on this show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel all on nowhearthis.biz. Plus there's a link there to this show on Instagram or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nowhearthis.biz. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Caroline. This is the one she just talked about. It's called Brave. You got the last word through in like a sharp knife. It left a hole in my heart. Fire burning eyes, living all your lies. I'm gonna tear them apart. A certain image filled with such precision. I ain't no Barbie doll. You think I'm
long, so long. I'm tearing it down. I'm gonna be strong, long gone. I'm wearing that crown. I'm 